dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. The researcher who came in from the cold. Can the science of conversation analysis infiltrate the mainstream dementia research field? Research in dementia is developing at a great pace. The race for a cure may not be as close as we wish, but there is so much more of a focus on developing what we can do to care and support people living with this diagnosis now. Incidentally, this aligns with a greater focus on and acceptance of qualitative research methods as a worthy and rigorous approach, worthy of the attention and funding from the greater and more financially generous organisations. Please do not misunderstand me. I believe qualitative research approaches have been a great and worthy endeavour since the dawn of time. I'm also aware that there have been some large and incredibly well-respected universities who, with professors of great esteem, have accrued large and important funding to do this work. But, but as a healthcare professional, I am also incredibly aware that much of the service funding within our health and social care system is based on research evidence using predominantly quantitative approaches. Yet I know there are lots of people who feel strongly, like me, that qualitative research methods, such as conversation analysis, could do lots that quantitative methods cannot do for the people we work with. Thus, I sometimes feel like a secret agent in a peculiar spy novel that features all the researchers from a more quantitative biomedical or neuroscience background, and me as the infiltrated qualitative researcher. I lead a double, sometimes maybe a triple life at work. I'm from a small clinical discipline, speech and language therapy, working in a dementia clinic with lots of doctors who diagnose and prescribe. I also work across two university departments. The one that employs me directly is small and populated by academics interested in developing interventions for people with speech language and communication disorders, many of whom use qualitative methods. And within the department, I coordinate the conversation analysis module. The research department I am also often a guest in is led by the clinical academic neurologists from my clinical world, who generally focus on dementia, behaviour, diagnosis and genetics, and generally use quantitative approaches to do so. Now, I see conversation analysis as a tool that can enhance all the work I do across these departments. And I know that if I can convince the neurologists, then this could have an even greater impact. Take, for example, a recent case, that of a person with posterior cortical atrophy or PCA. PCA is an atypical Alzheimer's variant that results in people experiencing visual perceptual impairments as the leading symptom. As the disease progresses, however, they may experience language impairments such as word-finding difficulties. In our discussions about this person, we identified that despite these word-finding difficulties being relatively mild on quantitative assessments, psychometric assessments, the reported impact was much more significant for the individual. Having video recorded an example of a conversation that that person had with their partner, we saw why. Conversation analysis demonstrated that the pauses between turns were hugely protracted and that the person was missing many conversational cues being offered by their partner. 
This meant the person with PCA was no longer participating in the conversation. The neurologist saw this as a great insight, an impactful and important finding, and given the overwhelming positive outcome from the consequent speech and language therapy, a great illustration of how a successful a successfully how to successfully support a person with PCA. So much so that we have submitted this case as an article to a peer-reviewed neurology journal to spread the word. So I ask myself, what mission can I embark on next to really infiltrate the mainstream dementia research field, to ingratiate conversation analysis with these important people who can really influence the scope of research and care for people with dementia? I shall keep you in the loop in my next blog in my Secret Agent series. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.